Hey guys, welcome to Everyday Alchemy. I'm your host, Terry. Alongside of me, you will also be hearing from my community and other everyday people just like you, sharing their stories, tools, and magic to help expand your consciousness and alchemize your life. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode. This week's episode is actually inspired by a few people I know, some friends of mine lately, who've had random injuries or illnesses. And this actually also includes myself in a way too, as this week my body actually went into a slight nervous system shock when I was out dirt biking this week, which has set me on a quest to find out what's going on inside that's contributing to the physical manifestation of what it was that my body displayed when I was dirt biking. Now, you guys know that there is a reason why we tend to get sick or get the flu or a cold of some kind when we've been under stress or pressure. It's because our immune system is weakened by all this extra stress and pressure that we're under, therefore making us more susceptible to different viruses and sicknesses that are about. But have you ever thought about how it is that this stress, this emotional energy, how is it that it affects the functioning of our immune system in the first place or of our physical bodies? What other illnesses and functionings of the body does our emotional energy also affect? You know, it's funny how society has accepted the fact that you can have hair loss or migraines, you can develop rashes or pimples or develop insomnia or, you know, just get sick or run down when we have been stressed out at work or within our personal lives. You know, when we're stressed, we tend to be in high emotional states, have constant streams of thoughts, which are usually rooted in fear or worry of some kind. Yeah, and it's funny how that we've accepted that these few minor symptoms are normal and okay to have because you're stressed out, right? Yet why is it that many haven't expanded this same awareness out further and applied it to other physical disease or symptoms? You know, why does it just stop there with accepting these less major symptoms and not other illnesses or diseases like physical injury or cancer? I mean, who are we kidding? We kind of already know the answer. It's because society and our medical industry is very behind when it comes to recognizing the connection between energetic states of the body, emotions and and lower vibrational beliefs with physical illness, ailments and disease. And let's also face it. The healthcare systems and pharmaceutical industry bank big time off of treating these diseases and illnesses. Or, you know, simply just masking the physical pain or symptoms rather than focusing on prevention or actual healing, right? Healing the root cause. So, yeah, it kind of works for them if the systems stay the same. But in my opinion, I truly feel like the healthcare industry and pharmaceutical industry really needs a paradigm shift to integrate more levels of awareness and tools that educate people on how emotional energetic states correlate with the physical manifestation of disease. Now, I know we have a long way to go, but how can we all band together and make this actually happen? 
Why? By us, the people, of course. <laughs> us having a paradigm shift ourselves. You see, we are the ones that fuel these systems and industries. We are the customers. We are the consumers of these drugs and treatments. Without us, the people, these systems and corporations would not exist at all. So the more of us who learn this information that I'm going to share with you today, the more then we will slowly influence these industries and create change over time, possibly over a generation or two, so that we integrate all methods of treatment and prevention on a physical level and also on an energetic level. Now, don't get me wrong. Understanding the physical causes to illnesses and disease is paramount to achieving healing. I mean, think back to hundreds of years ago when society believed that if you caught the Black Plague or some sort of illness, that it was due to an evil spirit that was taking over your body. So, thanks to the scientific revolution, it has shown us that no, it isn't an evil ghost or a demon that's causing your illness. And it's also not because you planted lilacs in the front garden under a strawberry full moon. There's an actual physical cause, like a virus or a bacteria. And not to mention that this scientific revolution also helped to birth revolutionary inventions like soap or antibiotics. However, we are on the edge or the cusp of another paradigm shift, another revolution in the healthcare industry. And what more and more scientists and different studies are starting to show is that the physical cause of an ailment or a disease may not necessarily be the root cause. There may be causes that lay a little bit deeper. As conscious creators, we know that any physical manifestation is created by our fundamental baseline frequencies that we embody. And this is also the case for any physical diseases, ailments or illnesses that we manifest too. And I want to state that yes, some people may have more of a predisposition to the development of certain ailments or diseases with things like genetic predispositions or exposure to certain environments like a highly polluted city or, you know, if you worked in a nuclear plant all of your life. To other environmental factors, like if you tend to do high-intensity activities or sports all the time, then you may be more likely to develop an injury or some sort of stress on the physical body. Same goes for if you're inactive or if you eat unhealthily for most of your life. You may then be more susceptible to developing a health issue or a physical injury more easily than others. But... These factors, these physical factors, are not necessarily the only root cause. You see, there is also the energetic component that also equally contributes to the manifestation of these ailments. So it's not just one or the other. It's the combination and accumulation of both or all environments. So, as a society we tend to be hyper-focused on either A, the physical issue, like the physical cause, and therefore the treatment of this physical cause, or B, the masking of the pain through pharmaceutical treatment. But in order to have a paradigm shift, what we must also learn to do collectively as a society 
is to become more conscious of the underlying energies that are connected to the physical cause, as it is these polarized energies that are also contributing to the physical manifestation of illness or disease. So let's think of, I don't know, think of the people that are highly motivated to engage in high intensity or just more extreme sports or activities, things like extreme dirt biking competitions or base jumping or bodybuilding or doing three ultra marathons a year. These are activities where the likelihood of an injury or stress on the body is higher than other activities. But how often do we look at the energies behind what motivates these people to engage in these particular activities. You know, I often wonder what limiting beliefs or dominant thoughts motivate certain people to engage in these high-intensity activities. I've even thought this about myself when I go dirt biking. Not that I am anywhere near as good as some of the dirt bikers out there that, you know, take part in these competitions. But even I myself have looked to what it is that's motivating me to engage in these adrenaline activating and high intense sports like snowboarding or dirt biking or mountain biking. So whenever I see people engaging in these kind of sports or activities, I always wonder, like, do they have limiting beliefs deep down of not feeling like they're good enough in some way? Or are they fearful of not creating or doing something significant in their lives? Do they fear not being engaged in life or Are these activities a part of their only identity in a way? Do they perhaps want to feel more from life? Do they want to feel something? Is it a way for them to connect with their emotions and connect with themselves more? You know, giving them more meaning to life. Or are they running away from, you know, or avoiding pain deep down inside, perhaps from a traumatic event that occurred in childhood? You know, the fears or the limiting beliefs could be endless. They vary so much from person to person, you know, depending on how they were raised, where they were raised, the experiences they had or didn't have. This goes for people who also don't treat their body with a sense of high worth either. You know, they may consistently eat unhealthily. They may overeat or fill their bodies with endless junk food. Perhaps they don't exercise or get outside as often as they should. I mean, statistically, these people are more likely to develop a physical injury or have depression or have a heart attack or heart disease or a stroke or something or, you know, just even manifest other diseases like cancer. Those actions, you know, of overeating or not eating healthily or not being um, as active as they should, you know, may contribute to the physical cause of these ailments, but what are the underlying energies that are fueling them to overeat or have addictions to food or, you know, to get that dopamine hit every time they eat that comfort food in the first place, right? Perhaps at their core deep down, they have a limiting belief of not feeling like they're enough or not feeling that they're worthy or perhaps not feeling like they're supported in life. I'm always so curious to think about these things when I see people um, polarizing themselves or going to extremes, right? Like what underlying energies are at the root that are fueling them to have these actions or inactions? Because it's these beliefs that trigger the pain. 
which then triggers the stories and the fears that, you know, we tell ourselves and we worry about, which then motivates such extreme actions or inactions, right? This polarization, things like consistently eating unhealthy food or not partaking in regular exercise or going and exercising way too much and way too intensely. Or, yeah, partaking in a really extreme activity of some kind. It's these dualities, these polarities that people side with that's usually driven by fear in some kind of some sort, some fear or limiting belief. So you can see that, yes, there is a physical cause to certain ailments and illnesses, but there's also the underlying energy that is there too, that's motivating actions or inactions. And to be honest, this is exactly why there are some people out there who can eat terribly all of their lives and still be healthy and live to 90 years of age. Or, you know, people who've smoked for all of their life and don't die of lung cancer that live well into their old age. You know, it's not just necessarily because they have great genes or can just magically get away with these things. It's because of each person's individual baseline frequencies and everyone's baseline frequencies differ from one another. All of these lower vibrational energies, so their fears, their limiting beliefs, their emotions, their polarization and how much they put their focus and power into them are different from one another. Even when certain ailments or injuries are random and just seem out of nowhere, out of the blue... When you break your leg, for example, or you break your arm, or when you develop an allergy, when you sprain your ankle, there are actually underlying energies that have contributed to the manifestation of this ailment. So again, it's not just the physical cause that's creating the ailment or the illness. There is also the energetic causes that are present too. And you know what, you guys, the universe gives us an entire lifetime to become more conscious of these underlying energies. It gives us so many circumstances and situations with people, at work, with random events, or even with physical ailments that give us this opportunity to look at our unconscious patterns and our unconscious underlying energies that we may be unconsciously putting our focus and energy into. And if we don't resolve or integrate, rather, these energies, then, yeah, it can manifest as a physical injury or an illness or a disease. It can even lead to worsening symptoms for you or more instances of illness or injury or disease. And sometimes, I mean, honestly, I hate saying this, but sometimes an earlier ending to this physical incarnation too. But most of the time, physical injuries or ailments can manifest as an opportunity to stop and have a reset. They give you that time and space to slow down and look at what you are doing in life and look to see if there is something different you need to be doing or if you're meant to learn to do certain things in a new way. At the core of the physical illnesses or ailments or sickness when you get sick, like the cold or the flu, it literally stops you in your tracks so that you slow down, stop distracting yourself by being busy with all of these activities or doing or partaking in certain unhealthy or polarized things 
and that you have the time to go within and see why it is that you've manifested this illness or disease. See what it is that's at the root of this exhaustion that you feel, of this compromise that you feel. Now, it's also here that I do want to highlight something very important. As much as our underlying energies can contribute to the cause of our physical manifestations of disease or illness, sometimes this isn't always the case. When our souls incarnate into our bodies here on third dimension, we come here with soul contracts where we choose to learn particular lessons. And sometimes our souls can choose to experience certain physical injuries or ailments sometimes even earlier death, as a way to grow and evolve, to learn particular lessons. So even though I know that we can integrate, we can heal and transmute certain illnesses or injuries or diseases, there is also the case that the soul of the person has chosen certain lessons via being compromised in a physical or a mental way. And now I know I understand that can be a hard thing to digest as in our physical bodies and within our physical minds, it makes no sense whatsoever that one would ever choose to be physically or mentally compromised in such a way. However, we need to remember that when we're not in these dense bodies with our limiting and more unconscious minds. So when we're in our pure soul form or source form, we're much more evolved consciously. And we actually see the full spectrum, the positive and the negatives and the benefit to our conscious evolution that this experience will bring us. And honestly, you guys, I find loads of comfort in seeing those memes of, you know, utter destruction and chaos happening where the meme says, remember, your soul chose to experience this. Like we see those memes and we laugh so hard because who in their right minds would come to this bloody goddamn earth and experience all of this craziness, right? <laughs> but we did. Our souls did. And what drives us or motivates us is the desire to consciously evolve and that's exactly what we're doing. So as much as we view these ailments and injuries as a bad thing, as an undesired problem for us, they are actually, in fact, an incredible opportunity as they act as a standstill for us. They prompt us to become more conscious of what underlying energies are connected to them. Right? And that's what it is. The universe is constantly giving us opportunities to become more conscious, become more aware of our fears, our limiting beliefs, or any polarization, any extremes that we have been siding or aligning with. And that goes for whether it's emotional polarization or actions that are extreme or polarized. And, you know, we can go back to the example that I used about how we feel stressed, right? How we can manifest migraines or hair loss or anxiety. The reason why we are stressed is because we have been compromising ourselves in some way. We're not honoring our needs getting met. So therefore, we have polarized ourselves. We are not in balance. And if we continue to not be conscious of this, and just continue along in our same old habits and actions of overcompromising, 
well, then we will manifest a physical ailment. And this acts as a mechanism that literally stops you in your tracks. It slows you down and almost forces you to stop and look at your actions, look at your emotions. It forces you to stop and literally just be so that you then have the time and space to go inwards, to look at what you've been avoiding or ignoring. Now, one thing to remember is that the universe always works and manifests in the highest good and the highest timing of all, counter to what your ego mind tells you, right? Like, how often do we tell ourselves like, oh man, this is the worst time ever for this to happen to me? Nope, sorry, it's actually the perfect time. If it wasn't, then it wouldn't have manifested at all at this time. (laughs) He's going to kill me for saying this, but I have a friend who just injured his heel and just as it was just as he was loading his brand new dirt bike up onto the ramp and he was so annoyed saying, this is the worst timing. I finally have a new dirt bike and time to ride it. But really... As much as he may not see it right now in the moment, he may look back and see that it actually was the perfect time and the perfect way for him to do the conscious work that he needs to do. And just a side note pun that I found hilarious that I wanted to share about this injury was that it was to the heel. And honestly, it could have gone much worse, but it didn't. It wasn't as bad as, as the injury could have gone. So really, it's the perfect way that is giving him the opportunity, time and space to focus on his healing. I don't know. I just thought it was hilarious. And yeah, as humans, we're all so obsessed with time, aren't we, right? Like all too often we get carried away with obsessing about When are we going to be healed? When is this going to be over? When are things going to get better? And so it's here that I want to remind you of a couple of things. First thing being is that time is not a real thing. It's not an entity on its own, right? It's not a thing. It's simply just a measurement. It's a measurement of change, of the changing states of something. So when we're worried about time, we're not actually worried about time in a way, like time itself. We're actually worried that we will be in this prolonged state of feeling discomfort physically, emotionally, or mentally, right? We're actually worried that we're going to be trapped in our mental and emotional anguish or of feeling compromised in some way. And although we may not be able to instantly change or repair our physical injury right away, we actually can change our emotional and mental anguish or states that we're in. So we're not really worried about time or how long it's going to take. We're just worried about the prolonged state of mental and physical and emotional anguish that we're in. And we have control over our emotional and mental anguish, which then in turn helps to manifest and change the physical anguish that we're in. Welcome to the Alchemy of Natural Healing. I'm your host, Laurel Dewey. True healing is an alchemical process, meaning it must transform you on all levels, body, mind, and spirit. What affects one affects all three. 
True healing is one of the hardest journeys you'll ever travel, but it's one of the most rewarding and fulfilling when you get to meet yourself for the first time. If you're ready to take that journey, let's get started. Now, the second thing that I wanted to mention is that you don't need fixing. Like at all, there is no fixing that is required because you are not broken. (laughs) Nor is there anything wrong with you or bad about you. You just need to be more conscious on a deeper level. That's it. You see, anything in your life, anything in your situation that you're experiencing or the injury that you may have, You know, it doesn't need to be fixed as there's nothing bad, wrong or broken about it. It just is. In fact, everything in this world and in this reality just is. It's all just neutral. You see, we are the ones who assign the meaning to things. We are the ones who get to decide whether we're going to further polarize ourselves by deciding this situation is bad or that it's good. And all too often, so many people, I mean, even including myself, will assign meaning to things through their unconscious limiting beliefs and fears, right? And this is how we create the polarization. When we side with the thoughts of, oh no, this is bad, I don't like this, this isn't a good thing, And when we do that, you see that doing this therefore further contributes to the polarizing energies that caused the situation in the first place. So it's futile. It just makes it worse, right? So the more that we side with something as as being really, really bad or something that's like, oh my gosh, so amazing. The more that we side with this polarization, the more we're contributing to the polarizing energies that created or manifested the situation in the first place. So this brings me to my next point. And that is that we need to neutralize or integrate the polarizing energies. And it makes sense that we need to do this as When we're injured or triggered in any way, what we actually desire is more balance, more neutrality. We want less physical pain, so less injury, less bad feelings. We don't necessarily want to feel super insanely amazing or happy, right? We just want less, less pain, less injury, less bad feelings and return to neutrality, return to balance, right? So first, in order to have or manifest that of what we want, which is more balance, right, more neutrality, less pain, less restriction, uh, less polarization, well, we must first be that neutrality. We know that we always manifest things in our external world by the most dominant energies or frequencies that we embody ourselves. And this is why we want to neutralize any polarization that we feel or think as any polarization is always driven by fear or lower vibrational energies of some kind. And this will have to be an episode for another day, but even admiration or infatuation, so the positive, is also driven by the underlying energies of lower vibrational energies like fear. So when you're triggered by a physical ailment or an injury or a disease, whether it's anxiety or depression or insomnia or migraines or a physical injury, an allergy or an illness or a sickness, you want to become aware 
of how it's making you feel. When you feel an emotion that is heightened, this heightened emotion, so emotion is energy in motion, it's just energy that's polarized. And it's dominant as it acts as a mechanism that prompts you to become more conscious. So this emotion is just like an alarm alerting us to look at what it is we are or have been ignoring and what it is that we need to see wholly and fully. And when I say wholly, I mean that we need to look at both sides, the positive and the negative. So our emotions are just trying to reveal to us a deep-rooted fear or a limiting belief or a side to a situation that you're not acknowledging or seeing. And of course, the more that we become aware of and acknowledge our emotions and deep-rooted fears and beliefs, then the more that the charge of these lower vibrational energies is then deactivated. So the energy then becomes more integrated it becomes more whole so that you then can become more whole and integrated. And this is when the healing occurs. This is when healing or resolve can happen in a much quicker way. And this is how we change our baseline energetic frequencies so that the polarizing charge is less dominant then. It's less extreme. And when we neutralize this charge, it is only then that we naturally then attract more of what we are. And it is then that we manifest healing, more balance, right? Because we ourselves are more neutral and are more balanced. We're less polarized. And as much as we want these unpleasant situations to be over and done with already, the more that we choose to see the situation through that lens and the more that we will miss the gold and the gifts and the opportunities that this situation is actually bringing us, right? The mind tries to tell us to get rid of or avoid unpleasant things or to force through it and push through it. But when we do this, that energy is motivated by fear. Fear of not having what it is that we want, which is the healing or the balance, right? Or fear of getting more of what we don't want. So more instances of being compromised. So really, it only makes the situation a whole lot worse if we think that way. And the only reason that we want this unpleasant situation to be over and done with already, it's because of our polarized emotions that we're feeling. So it is those that just need to be acknowledged. These intense emotions and thoughts or stories that we tell ourselves that are fueled by these polarizing fears are the perfect mechanism that gets our attention and literally forces us to be and become more conscious of what it is that we're scared of, what it is we're fearful of, what it is that's at the root of these emotions. Thus, fixing is not required, just more levels of being conscious is. So with that all being said, I'm now going to share with you some tools that can help you in your healing journey, in your journey to becoming more balanced. So first off, I just want to share the resource of Louise Hay, You Can Heal Your Body. She also has a great book called You Can Heal Your Life, but in this book, You Can Heal Your Body or, or Heal Your Body, it's called, it explains the correlations between energy and physical illness or ailments. It also has a comprehensive list of certain ailments and their energetic components or meanings. This tool is a great beginner tool if you want to introduce yourself to 
the awareness of the energy and dis-ease connection. So here are some common examples of the different parts of your bodies that are injured and the energy that it's connected to. So if you're having breathing problems, it represents the ability to take in life. So the affirmation that it's associated with is, I love life, it is safe to live. If you're having issues with your elbow or joints in your elbow, represents changing directions and accepting new experiences. And the affirmation that is associated with it is, I easily flow with new experiences, new directions and new changes. If you're having knee issues, this represents pride and ego. So the affirmation to repeat is, I am flexible and flowing. If you have the flu or influenza, this virus or this respiratory uh, ailment is in response to mass negativity and beliefs. So fear and belief in statistics. I thought that was an interesting one. And the affirmation that's associated with that is I am beyond group beliefs or the calendar. I am free from all congestion and influence. Now, this book is a great and quick resource to help you to become more conscious. But to be honest, I always recommend listening to yourself and seeing what is obvious for you first before looking to any answers outside of yourself. So I'm going to give you a few examples of what you could do yourself. So if you find yourself with a strain or a sprain, why not look at how it's making you feel? Did you perhaps receive this injury because your needs weren't being taken care of first? So, for example, did you not have enough time to stretch before the muscle got injured? Or did you overcompromise yourself in some way when you injured your muscle or strain or sprain? If so, then look to that energy of how you did not put your needs first or how you overcompromised yourself. And think to all of the other ways in which your needs are also being compromised or aren't being met. You can also think to all of the other ways in your life in which you feel strained. Or let's use another example. Perhaps you were rushing to get a job done and you hurt your finger or you hurt your back. So if so, then you need to look to the fears that were motivating you to rush in the first place. So what fears are motivating all of that forcing? Or all of that rushing? Were you worried that there was enough time? Then if so, then look to where else in your life that you are perhaps forcing or rushing certain things. You can look to where else that you have fears of not enoughness or where you may hold lack, right? Because lack of time is all centered around the belief of lack. Perhaps you had been doing too much, one day and overcompensating in a way and you injured your foot, for example. So if so, then look to how else or in what other areas in your life you've been overdoing or overgiving or overcompensating in some way. Look to the other areas in your life and where your boundaries were being crossed. Also look to what has been motivating you to overgive or overdo or force too much. Are you worried about money? Do you overgive and overdo because some part of you desires that to be done for you? Do you desire being more supported? If so, where does this desire stem from? 
When else in your life, so think of a memory or a moment in your life, perhaps in childhood, did you feel like you needed some more support? And what I also like to do is, is when I think of a moment or a memory, I also like to think of the positive side that was also there. Like how this ailment or how this situation from your past, it could be your past, but it could also be your present moment, is actually serving you. So it's important to look at these polarizing energies of how the situation, so this injury or perhaps a past situation or a past injury actually did something positive for you, how it served you, as well as how it disserved you, so it was negative. So when you become more conscious of both polarities, so both positive and the negative that's in your current situation, or when you're doing this work, when you think back to a time that reminds you of the similar feelings and emotions that you feel, and seeing or choosing to see the positive and the negative when you look retroactively back to that time, well, doing this actually then helps to neutralize the energy and will help you in your healing journey. And not only that, the more you do it, the more you will neutralize your baseline frequency over time. So then the more it will actually help you to dissolve any polarized energy that are at the core of your being. And then, of course, this will help you to manifest less circumstances of you getting sick or of you getting constant injuries or of you being compromised in some way. When you learn to do this often, it will shift your energy so that you will naturally manifest more authenticity, more balance, and more situations that will match your level of a higher sense of self-worth, right? Because you're, you're no longer ignoring yourself. You're no longer choosing to be unconscious of both polarities that are existing in the situation or that have existed in a past situation, and you're, yeah, you're no longer avoiding or overcompensating for lower vibrational energies that your fears and limiting beliefs and polarized emotions embody. Now, this requires honesty and in, in you being willing to do this work, right? You must want to do this. No one or nothing can do this for you. And this is you owning your own healing journey. It's you being your own superhero and empowering yourself. And this is the most powerful thing in the entire world, not any pharmaceutical drug or any expensive treatment. And of course, just as a disclaimer, I suggest for you to do this alongside of receiving any other medical treatment that is recommended for you or alongside of any other um, drugs or pharmaceuticals that are there to serve as a helping tool for you as well as alongside of any therapy that you may be getting as well. It always helps to have professional support for any ailment or injury or disease or when we're diving deep into our emotions and memories or moments from the past that may have been traumatic for you. Okay, guys, well, I really hope that you enjoyed today's episode and that it helped serve you in some way. And I haven't edited this yet as I speak this out loud. I'm not sure whether you guys can hear the... The party that's going on right next door to me, it's actually Canada Day today. So happy Canada Day, guys. And it's also here that I want to acknowledge and honor the first people of this land, the First Nations people.
Well, I hope you all have a really awesome week, everyone. Don't forget that you can head to my website and sign up for my free newsletter where you get the weekly episode delivered to your inbox and some extra content. And I also have an Instagram account too, at my everyday alchemy. Thanks so much, everyone. Bye. Well, that's it for today, guys. And if you liked today's episode, please like and follow us on our socials, share this podcast with friends, and why not leave this podcast a review? Oh, and hang out next for a minute if you want some high-vibe laughs. (laughs) What volcano has caused the most foot injuries? Krakatoa.